0: Reflections with Canon Philip Gray. Well, good morning, everyone, and a warm welcome to my podcast for Wednesday, the 1st of April. Today in the Church of England's uh, lectionary or prayer calendar, uh, we commemorate Frederick Denison Maurice. Uh, F.D. Maurice was born in 1805, and he is particularly remembered um, because he was one of the founders of the christian socialist movement and wrote a number of books on anglican theology and spirituality but also particularly he was focused on god's kingdom which led him to found the christian socialist movement so it is my uh, delight today to welcome uh, as our guest on the podcast uh, john grogan john until recently was the Labour MP for this constituency of Ilkley and Keighley? Good morning, John. Good morning. It's uh, thank you so much for agreeing to come on, and it, it, it's uh, it's a delight to welcome you, John. Just just want to begin by saying something particularly about your your recent work and and history uh, as an MP. Yes, well, so uh,
1: I've been uh, an MP twice, if you like. I was an MP yeah. for thirteen years. Uh, in the Selby constituency, uh, and uh, then retired from there. And slightly to my surprise, I uh, I was came back and I was elected as the MP for Keatley and Oakley in 2017. Largely uh, encouraged by Anne Cryer, actually, who uh, oh, right, is yes. another Christian socialist who made a big impression in the constituency. And when she retired, there was no one obvious to stand. So uh, it was largely at Anne's uh, uh, urging that I, I studied, in, yeah, in two
0: thousand and fifteen, and then eventually won in two thousand and seventeen. Oh, that's lovely to know. Anne was um, I was here when I was first put in at St Margaret's, and was the MP. And I do remember Anne coming to the service when I was uh, may priest in charge here, and uh, her Christian faith was clearly a very big part of of her the outworking of her of her socialism and politics. John, do you want to say something about your own background in terms of? how you became a socialist and how you became uh, involved directly in, in the political life of our, of our nation.
1: Yes, well, I grew up in
0: Burley and Wharfdale uh, and uh,
1: my middle-class family, really. Uh, my uh, father was a, a head teacher and then in her later years, uh, my mother also became a teacher uh, and I got involved in the local Labour Party, I think largely uh, uh, inspired by them. My dad was a little bit involved but uh he was the sort of head teacher that uh if there was a school outing he made sure that everyone went on it uh, he somehow found the money for those who didn't have it and right, that sort of yeah. very practical uh, uh politics if you like inspired me and I, I probably didn't think about it at the time but looking back uh it was lastly my parents example i think that i, I got involved And then Mm -hmm. I uh, uh, was lucky enough to go to Oxford University, uh, got involved in uh, uh, some of the student politics, uh, debated Mm -hmm. against William Hague, he was a contemporary. And uh, (laughs) uh, then uh, when I uh, graduated, it took me about 15 years to win Selby, so it was a long long struggle. But yeah, I mean, like, Many people, really, I, I suppose the first thing is should uh, Christians be involved in politics at all, and you yeah. know that's from the earliest days of the church uh that has yeah. been a debate, and that was very much a debate in f d morris 's time uh, uh, you you know you were talking yes. of a time then of revolution throughout europe and uh, mm. and uh, uh you were talking of uh, Bingley Magistrates Court. The the, there were Chartists uh, demonstrations and occupied the court and things. So that was the sort of atmosphere that he was writing and agitating in. And I think he thought um, that um, uh, he didn't want to see uh, uh, radical politics uh, become anti-clerical politics or anti-church politics, as they did in some European countries. And and, uh, he uh, and so he, he was very influential in. I first came across his name when I was doing an MA at Huddersfield uh, right. University yeah. in my 30s. But, uh, yeah. you know, he and all those that came after him uh, shaped the Labour Party that I joined in Berlin Wharfdale. And I remember my dad quoting Harold Wilson saying that the Labour Party owns more to Methodism than Marx. <laughs> and, uh, yes. and that was partly uh, the result of uh, 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 those pioneers in the mid 19th century. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and and Methodism was a very strong uh, influence and connection here, wasn't it? I I mean, Wilson himself was a Methodist, I think, wasn't he? Yes,
1: that's right. And uh, he was. And uh, I mean, there's been, uh, like all political parties, there's been uh, figures who've uh, uh, espoused Christianity, uh, Mm. uh, including Tony Blair most recently and and Gordon Brown as well. Um, yeah. uh, and uh, uh, Lansbury in the 30s, I, but most have acknowledged, even if they haven't been um, Christians themselves, most have, well, I think all have acknowledged the debt that uh, uh, the Labour, the British Labour Party, owes to Christian thought, uh, yeah. going back decades, if not centuries, based on
0: love thy neighbour and concern for the poor, and mm. uh, and so on. I remember as a a very young man reading some of Tony Benn's work at the time when, you know, there was great division in the Labour Party. uh, And of course, Benn was seen either as a, you know, a prophetic figure or a malign influence, depending on your view. But I do remember reading that, you know, Benn himself uh, was very keen to see himself in the stream of the if you like, the Old Testament prophetic figures. He, he was, and uh, even though I think uh, uh, he, um, uh,
1: uh, I would say, would be classified as an agnostic, probably, you know, in, in, his, right. uh, uh, in his beliefs. But yes, he was uh, very much in that tradition, and then... Uh, Possibly lesser-known figures, but uh, people like Tawney, who uh, a great academic yes. between the war, he basically yeah. wrote the 1945 manifesto, uh, and uh, uh, and he was both a Christian and a socialist. Though interestingly, he didn't like the term Christian socialist because he, he he said it it, it um, had the danger of. Uh, reducing the distinctiveness as both uh, and uh but he was right, yeah. ways in many ways was the epitome of of uh, christian socialism and, and as i say that infused the 1945 manifesto
0: right which has probably been the most influential manifesto that ever that party's ever produced one would imagine given y- yeah you know, yes the national health service you know um and and and, and um universal benefits
1: absolutely yeah. i certainly think it'll be more influential looking back in 100 years time than the 2019 one <laughs> 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 yes
0: yeah all the all the 1983 all, all the the 1983 one well, yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> yeah yeah john yeah. uh, say can you say something about your own faith background
1: yes so i uh, i'm a catholic um and uh, yeah. I'm a practicing catholic and i uh, uh, my brother, incidentally, is a, a priest. Uh, one of my two brothers uh, oh, yeah. in in Bradford, yeah. in quite a, uh, a a poor area of Bradford, and he's yeah. uh, uh, and I have a younger brother in in Canada. So, uh, yeah, I, Irish Catholic roots. Um, uh, yeah. it, it's always uh, been a centre of my life, really. And I, uh, I mean, mentioning Tony, <laughs> he. Uh, his spokesman, Alistair Campbell, famously said, We don't do God. And, you know, uh, yes. uh, 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 when when Tony Blair was Prime Minister, because obviously sometimes politicians can trip over themselves, really, talking about faith. Yes. I found it um, in my most recent. Um, times as an MP in Keithley I, I did uh, talk ab- about faith and God and it helped very much particularly with the Muslim community to be honest it, it yeah. gave me a, a way in to uh, mm. uh, to talk to quite sometimes quite uh, difficult audiences and, and, and uh, uh, who had all sorts of concerns but I, I found that, that that was a link between the great uh, uh, religions of the world, in terms of concern for the poor, charity, uh, and yeah. uh, respect for the family, and so on, and things like that. So, in Keithley, I, I, I very did much did do God, really.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. That, that's really interesting. I don't suppose you've heard the podcast I did yesterday with, with Bishop Toby Howard, who's the Bishop he of did. Bradford. Yeah. Yeah. But I was asking him about, you know, particularly the, his role as bishop. Uh, in the city of Bradford in these present times. Yes. And he began by saying, well, the great thing about being a bishop in Bradford is is that Bradford does faith. Yes, yes. Uh, and I'm sure that, that, that there's a very strong connection between what you're saying there about Keithley and he was saying about Bradford. Yes. That there are diverse faith communities across the city and that people who try and order the political life of, of, of a town or city like that I've got to do faith as part of it.
1: Yes, I, I mean, if if you miss out faith, you you miss out a, a large uh, chunk of uh, of society and what makes Brantford tick, really. And and uh, yeah. uh, and and you know, it's it's interesting at election times as well um it's the churches who tend to be uh, organizing the debates and so yes. on and the uh, uh, yeah. which are very much part of our democracy and uh
0: uh yeah so that's another valuable role yeah. well and and as you say any for christians any concept of the kingdom of god seems to be uh, it's not just about something which is happening beyond this life and in the future but it's also about how we shape our, shape and order our lives today uh and as you say, part of that has got to be um our concern for those whose needs might be well be greater than our own um i would like to think that for me, for most of us now as christians that debate's been won about the uh, you know the engagement between uh christian christianity and politics did you ever come across people who wanted to separate those out yes other than other than <laughs> <Kendall>. <laughs> you, you,
1: yeah well yeah he's a, a fairly big influential figure but yes i have I, yeah. I mean i i think this is a you you're right i think and i wouldn't by the way pretend that there is only one way of looking at this uh, uh, no, uh okay. and uh, um uh, you, I would describe myself uh, as a Christian socialist. There's a group now, actually, the name is Christians on the Left, uh, is the modern day version. The Christian okay. Socialist Society uh, changed their name a few years ago, I think to be slightly more mm-hmm. encompassing of different uh, uh, fields of thought on, on the broadly okay. defined, defined yeah. left um but i yeah. wouldn't say that you can't be a christian conservative uh, and uh, you know mm-hmm. the, I, I, I for me the uh, uh the most important thing is that uh, is as you say uh, that christians should i think was it augustine who wrote uh, uh, uh city of uh, god and, and yeah was, that's yes, right was, in the very yeah. early days of the church yeah. and and you yeah. know city of man as well you've got to be uh, involved mm-hmm. in both and uh Uh, So for for me, that is the bigger philosophical divide than uh, Christians will interpret the Bible and and their faith in different ways. Uh, Mm. And, uh, you know, I I would never say that you you can't be a conservative and a a Christian. Of course, that would be a ridiculous thing to say. And equally... I rather wince when I hear people say, oh, I could never have a friend as a conservative or vice versa. I could never have a friend as a socialist. I think that's a, a rather limiting view of life because, you know, you, you develop your ideas through challenge, don't you, really?
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I think that's right. And, and I mean, we haven't talked a lot about my journey, but, I mean, I I began really, I think, as a Christian socialist and have probably moved rightwards yes. as I've got older. Right, yeah. Uh, and that's been part of my life experience and faith experience and way in which I've interpreted the world and, and my ministry. And, but that doesn't mean for a minute that you don't continue to respect those whose views you might have, you know, left behind in some ways. And, and of course, I think where you are also right, John, is that unless we keep engaging with those whose, you know, the nuance of their views is different to your own, you, you, you stop learning. Uh-huh. You just simple stuff you, you do,
1: and I suppose that's we're we're both, shall we say, uh, uh, in our more mature years now, aren't we? I think, uh, yeah, not in our. <laughs> and yeah. I, I don't know what the answer is, but that that I do share the concerns of those who look at social media, and if if everyone is just getting their main news through their friends on Twitter yes. or, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, Uh, and living in a very enclosed uh, uh, world, there is a danger that you you, you don't see other views. I mean, that was ever thus, you know, if you read The Guardian every day, uh, and never meet anyone who doesn't read the guy you, yeah. you get a very view of the world equally you know if you read the telegraph yes. uh yeah, yeah. Yes. so that was always a bit of a danger but it seems to become more of a danger uh now with sort of the echo chambers on on social media absolutely yeah yeah,
0: yeah. john how are you um how do you feel the the government is presently responding to this acute situation we find ourselves in well i, I mean
1: how difficult it must be uh, is the first thing yeah. you know the pressures on uh, the, the government yeah. and, and, uh, and just thinking of the environment of number 10 which i've been lucky to be in a few times and and just quite yes. quite a small building really and uh, and uh, trying to get on top of the situation i think is difficult um i, I think now is yes. the time for the country to be united really there will come a time when People will ask, uh, uh, did we react quickly enough? Uh, should we have had uh, um, um, more stocks and equipment uh, uh, in warehouses and things waiting for this day? And uh, but, uh, yeah. but I don't think the time is that for now. I, I think it's a sort of national effort. And uh, the, mm-hmm. the Labour Party itself will have a new leader on Saturday, which I expect to be Keir Starmer. And uh, yes. it, it will be difficult time to be in opposition as well, to get the tone right, yes.
0: uh,
1: because mm. uh, you, obviously... You, you need to keep accountability in a democratic society, um, but you've got to strike yeah. the right tone of national unity as well. And I, I, I suspect that Parliament won't go physically back in April, but there will be a move to, as I think has happened in New Zealand, to at least do some question sessions um, online uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah, to, yeah. to keep that accountability and democracy. Mm
0: one of the things that strike has really um, struck me forcibly is we have suddenly had our um, freedoms, um, our liberties inhibited in a tremendous way. Uh, And clearly at the moment that is happening because people are consenting to that and and, and seeing Mm. that. Um, I, do you have any comments about that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean again, I, I'm an optimist on this. I, I think it's very interesting what's happened over the last three or four days. Uh, there is a tradition yeah. in this country of policing by consent. And, uh, and yes. you, I think most, well, the 99% of police officers are imbued in that tradition. Uh, and, yeah. uh, uh, you know, there was one or two. And people are making judgments, just like the Prime Minister is making judgments Yeah, ordinary police men and women are are making uh, judgements in new situations. And I don't think it should be overly criticised, but it's interesting that very quickly national guidance through the Association of Chief Police Officers has been put out. uh, uh, And uh, uh, there's been very, very few uh, um, penalty notices or anything given, as far as I'm aware. So, yeah, it is... uh, it is. We've, I think I've got to be ever vigilant uh, for our democracy and our liberties. And I think it is. I'm glad is. that we have a six month uh, cut off. You know, the bill was amended in Parliament, the act under which these new powers, that yes, it, yeah. it has to be reviewed in six months. So that will be uh, presumably around about yeah. September time. And uh uh I, I i would have concerns in countries like hungary which have done the same thing but they've no there's no review by date so you you, you, in the, you know right. you're a member of the european union a european country that has indefinite uh powers and so i think we've got to be ever vigilant of this uh but mm. um and people are going to make mistakes and and and, and judgments and and, and uh we don't want to become a nation of, of, of busy bodies either. But, uh, you, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a question of us all taking personal responsibility, really.
0: I, I, I really do agree with you on that. I think that that's absolutely right. Um, and I, I guess we're all at the moment really seeing the need for this, for the for the common good. And some of the really disturbing stories about those who've lost their lives that have come out in the last 24 hours. Yes. Uh, just reinforcing that message really I think and uh, you you can imagine that for me uh, looking after a church like St Margaret's obviously we've got people of every age who come to our church but you know the majority uh, of our congregation are people who will fall into some of these acute vulnerable categories you know uh, of being 70 plus 80 plus
1: yeah. Yes, and and obviously in the last twenty four hours, uh, at the other age, end of the age spectrum, um, you, you know, right. you, a young boy dying, a thirteen year old, I think, and uh, That's uh, right. uh, and it's going right. to be obviously a, a a challenge now in the next week to celebrate Holy Week and Easter properly, isn't it? I I don't know. I, I, uh, yes, uh, I'm um, catching mass and services. I'm going around the world actually. There's a there's an online service, so. I, <laughs> Lovely. And I think I'm now in, I was in uh, Penang in Malaysia uh, last Sunday. uh, The one that immediately came up. Uh, I I was trying to get my brother's mask, but he he hadn't managed the technology. So I ended up in Malaysia. But it is going to be uh, a big challenge, isn't it, to to celebrate Easter properly um, next week. Yeah, yeah, it Mm -hmm. is.
0: Yeah, I mean, we I've, I've been. I mean, we initially was able were able to live stream services right. from the church, but we now. I've now uh, turned um, one of the rooms into the house essentially can, into yeah. a chapel. Yeah. So, so I've been using that to yes. stream services. Um, we're now in the situation where um, I've got I've got a funeral next week where I think I'll be streaming live streaming a, a form of a funeral service right. from that chapel which which will i mean i know that the government said that people can still gather yes. for funerals but in reality the number of people yes. that can gather to be safe is yes. extremely small i did a funeral yesterday and there were only yes. two mourners at it i have a, another one to, none of these yes. are covid related but um another one tomorrow and again it's only two yes. people coming so this we are i mean you're absolutely right to say about holy week and easter but also in terms of you know the, this this important yes. pastoral ministry. We are we are having to learn mm. and do things in a completely different way. That you know, certainly in my 27 years, we've mm. we've never had to do. Um, but the technology yes. does make it possible, and and, and 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 that's a great thing. But yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, obviously, I've been thinking carefully, John, about what we what I try yes. and offer next week, uh, and and yeah. So, but also, I, I think what you were hinting at that that actually yes. celebrating easter celebrating the risen lord in in the midst of this lockdown um is that's an interesting theological message uh and and, and i'll i'll be applying myself to that i, I guess uh yes next yeah. week yeah, yeah. 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 John, just just to finish tell us a little bit about your own plans for the future yes do, well do
1: um i um uh I do a lot of work with Mongolia of all places actually, which I've gone back to. I, I, oh, uh, okay. It's a, it's a long story, which I won't bore you with, but uh, it, it goes back to cashmere uh, yeah. uh, being supplied from Mongolia uh, uh, to Burton's clothing in Leeds uh, years and years ago. Uh, and I got involved in right. the old party group uh, for Mongolia with that background. And I now organize a chamber of commerce from my kitchen table in Berlin and out with uh, Mongolia and, uh, <laughs> Uh, I just got there uh, uh, to organise a Burn supper, uh, which is our big uh, promotion in January. And then the day after the country right. was uh, locked down, this was January the 27th. And actually the Mon- the Mongolians have uh, right. not, I think, had one death. Uh, they've, they've done very well, even though they're next to China. So that will keep me busy. Gosh. But I also intend to inv- keep involved in politics. Uh, I'm a big uh, believer in your evolution. Right. And I... Uh, uh, I chair an yeah. organisation uh, campaigning for that. So, uh, and uh, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I, Keir Starmer is only, who I confidently expect to be the new leader of the Labour Party, is only 18 months younger uh, than me. Uh, uh, he, uh, uh, and so, well, if he's yeah. got a future in uh, electoral politics, maybe I have, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see.
0: Yeah, we'll have to see. Good yeah a lot of that will depend on the democracy development uh, yes, uh, yeah 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 it?
1: it um um uh, yeah it depends. who knows really i i mean uh, the next election is probably yeah. 4 or 5 years away so we'll have to see we'll have to see yeah yeah yes.
0: yeah. yeah john it's been so kind of you to do this and uh, it's lovely to hear you talking uh, and uh, whether whether we share all of your politics or not we were extremely grateful for your work as MP here in Keithley and Ilkley. Uh, and, and for your engagement with the community, uh, it, it was exemplary. Thank you. So, um, thanks very much. And you thank know. you for thank today. You. It's a pleasure. I look thank forward you. to talking to you again soon. God bless. God bless. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to today's edition of the Daily Reflection Podcast. If you would like to listen to more episodes, They will be available on your usual podcast platform. Alternatively, all the podcasts and live streams, uh, services and reflections can be found on the St Margaret's Ilkley website, stmargaretsilkley.org.